Is that it? I got the Q-tips, the mini umbrella, something boring to read on the plane. That's it! Done! That is the single greatest packing performance I have ever seen. I am the master packer. <laughs> yeah, right. You're the master packer. What you must understand is packing is no different than leading men into battle. You've got to know the strengths and weaknesses of every soldier in that platoon, from a collapsible toothbrush to a pair of ordinary black socks! February 1st. 2015. Hello, everybody! Indeed. How you doing? Good, good. Welcome to the show. It's the day of the Super Bowl. <laughs> I like anyone's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? It's football, man. They're going to listen to this like four years later and be like, what? I missed that because I was watching. Oh, I bumped the mic. Watching the Super Bowl. I bumped it. Oh, I did it again. Will you? What are you doing? Flailing, this apparently. This is an, a highly unprofessional production. Anyone who's ever listened is quite aware. <laughs> so. So. What's up? What, what are your plans for the day? What are you doing? Got for, a good day? For the day? Good day plans? I'm going to sleep. You're going to sleep? And eat. And eat. Oh, and drink. Okay probably repeat some of those things but that's like every day so is it? is it how is this day any different this day is different because it's really not it's okay. really not this is la and every day is like the same all of the time beautiful sunsets beautiful In weather Susan's life it makes you nuts every day is super bowl sunday and every day yes the Super Bowl is on every day in, in your my head. head. <laughs> There's lots of and then beer commercials. Um, yes, and truck commercials and women washing cars in bikinis. Guys with deep voices talking about trucks. Yes, all of that is in my That's head. That's American. All of the time. That's a truck. I'm entirely American. Mm. One hundred percent. So, so, um, you know, just killing a little time. We don't have a lot to talk don't about this. Kill week. time. It's not killing time. It's a little bit. A little it's bit. It's using. We're using. Caressing. It's a waste of time. Um, <laughs> We're wasting no. time. Okay, you prefer that? No, baby. We're not caressing. Okay That's time. gross. Oh god. We're into you. No, no. <laughs> um. Well, our important big news is, of course, that quick audio premieres tomorrow. Oh my goodness. On Monday, you'll get two episodes this week, two episodes every week, except for our odd off weeks on the uh, months that have five weeks. And they're wee little episodes. Wee little minute-long episodes every Monday, Friday. So your first one is tomorrow, so of course, check that out. We've had uh, four preview trailers. There will be two more of them in this episode after the interview with our preview trailers. And there were two in the last twip, and all four of them can be accessed from the website at pendantaudio.com slash shows slash quickaudio. Or from the uh, Quick Audio podcast feed, which you can get on the website or in iTunes. And you should be subscribed already and ready to go. Because they are coming for you. And you, and you, and you. All of you. Except for you. What? Mm. So here's the reason there isn't more news to talk about. Because this is what I was going to talk about. Okay. I was going to go over the web stats that we had uh, for 2014. Really? And talk about, you know, nice our downloads and our podcast <laughs> hits and all that good stuff. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. Okay. Very recently, like at the end of December, 
uh, this has nothing to do with our website update, like our redesign and all that. It's completely separate. But our web host moved our site to a new web server, which is not a big deal. This happens every so often. They shuffle their people around and put you on different servers as they need to, you know, shut old servers down or what have you, do maintenance and things. So we got moved to a new server. It's like the fourth or fifth new one we've been on in our entire uh, life of the website, which is, again, not a problem. Yeah, but internet facts right here, guys. Due to that, the stats... Yeah are not there because it was on an old server and the stats were on the old server. And so when you look at the stats for the website now, it shows uh, like 2006 to 2011. And then it looks like we didn't exist for three years and came back in January of 2015. So uh, I contacted them and they said, oh yes, these stats are still here and they're still available. We're just going to have to get them from the other server and move them over for you. And I said, thank you, that would be great. But that hasn't happened yet. So once that happens, and I have, uh, I'll have all of 2014 stats, and I can look at them all and compare with 2013, and we'll have a little chat about that in an upcoming trip as soon as those numbers become available to me. But right now, <laughs> they are not. So that's all we have to talk great, about. Great, great talk. You see? Super good. Info. This is why we were caressing time. <laughs> no rehearsals here, folks, as you can tell. That's right. <laughs> So, uh, that's it then. I guess we'll move on to the interview and... This is like the most awkward twip that has ever been. You're awkward. Um. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Okay. Let's move on. Yes. From Atlanta, Georgia, we have associate producer of Pendant Productions, Mr. Jordan Gottlieb. Hooray! Welcome to TWIP, Jordan! Hey, how's so it going? This, is this your first time on the show? Uh, when... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, uh, Jordan, had you put out a call on uh, Twitter, I believe it was a while ago, and asked who people wanted to be interviewed, and you had several people saying uh, they wanted to hear you. They wanted the tables to be turned. Okay. <laughs> so here we are. So. Yeah. I, I'm not sure exactly how that happened, but uh, yeah, here we are. So um, as somebody I know around here says, uh, we've got questions and hopefully you've got answers. Or it's going to be a short interview. So I had to throw that yeah. out there. I'm, I'm ganking your line for this episode. So. I, I honestly thought this would be the first one-sided interview if I was going to end up asking myself questions. <laughs> Well, then it's, that's, that's no fair because you, you know the answers ahead of time. It's less extemporaneous, you know, not so off the cuff and natural, right? Yeah, there right, we go. Right. We'll go with that. <laughs> All right, so let's start with this question. Okay. What does an associate producer actually do, Jordan? Well, we have a couple of associate producers, and if you listen to the last episode of TWIP, you'll hear about what Julia yes. does in her role. The fabulous Miss um, Julia Linthicum was on last episode. Yes. And for me, my, my role is really easy. It's like you just handed me a title for doing something I was already doing. Um, <laughs> well, but you're doing it at a different time now. I'll let you explain. It's your interview. <laughs> so I get to listen. To, I, I get to do things that I'm already doing and really having fun with it. So <laughs> I get to listen to all the shows, which, <clears throat> surprise, I was already doing. And um, I'm I'm enjoying them, but I'm also listening to make sure that you know, the sound levels are good so that when 
we we publish a particular episode that you know it's of high quality so you know things don't sound like this in one scene and then go to a really loud exactly kind of or um you know on. there have been um occasions in the past where something weird happened in, when a director was doing a mixed out in like two scenes I remember this specifically. I think it happened on the line. Not trying to call anyone out, but it's just, you know, these things happen sometimes. And, like, two scenes kind of got accidentally layered over each other. And uh, we don't always, I mean, we want to make sure we catch stuff like that before it goes up, you know. And I don't always have time to listen to all the shows before they go up. So we've created this position to have somebody, um, you know, who already listened to all the shows and was familiar with them who could listen and check for, you know, technical things like that. Or, like you said, the volume levels being off or whatever, or maybe something seems to be missing or the credits are somehow got left off the episode or whatever. So it's, it's, yeah, you're checking weird for things. all that good stuff. Weird stuff. Yeah. Weird stuff. And, um, it's, it's great. I get to listen to everything before it comes out. And then I have to sit on the, Oh my God, this was awesome before, <laughs> um, before everybody else gets to hear it. So, right. So speaking of, I mean, since, um, you know, this episode comes out mm -hmm. the day before quick audio premieres, you've now heard the entire first month of quick audio already. So, I know it's so cool. <laughs> there there are some are perks to, to the job, right? Yes, there are. You guys are going to love Quick Audio. It it's is, a good show. It's fun. It it just you, you can turn off everything outside for like a minute. For a minute. It's a minute yeah. long. Really, it's like a minute. Really, and... we're not exaggerating. <laughs> They're like a minute long. Yep. <laughs> and it's just fun. It's like a minute of fun. And who can't handle a, you know, who doesn't have time for a minute of fun? You've all got time for a minute of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, did it freak you out when you were approached to do the episode uh, QA part of the associate producer positions? Um, it, it didn't freak me out. It was, um, I guess, a little surprising because I was, you know, wait, um, yeah, I am, I am listening to everything. So I'm doing... <laughs> I, I admittedly, I was a bit behind on Shakespeare, but those of you who have heard other interviews, that probably doesn't come as a surprise. Um, but uh, I'm all caught up now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was like, oh, well, yeah, okay, I can do that. I can listen to things before they get put out on uh, iTunes and made available, sure. And, and in addition um, to, you know, the uh, sort of quality check that you're doing on all of our uh, shows before they go up, you also, of course, as everyone who listens to this show knows, are our resident interviewer. And um, so I have questions here that want to know how you initially got that job and what's your favorite part of getting to do it? Well, um, before I did the interviews, um, Jack Cock was, was doing them and yes. was doing a fantastic job in them. Um, but Jack was very busy. Mm -hmm. Um double majoring in college and that was about the time that um um tabula rasa was getting ready to start up right yeah he's so, also you know uh voice acting and of course writing every script by himself for tabula rasa so uh -huh. he keeps and, himself busy oh yeah and his you know outside of online life is also very 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 busy as many pendulums are yes we all have uh lives outside of the group as well so so I guess he expressed interest in stepping down, and I got an email from you one day. You did? Me? I did. Wow. And... I don't like that guy. <laughs> that guy. That guy. <laughs> and you had um, mentioned that you and Susan had talked and were 
curious if I wanted to do the interviews. And once I picked my brain up off the floor and put it back in my head, because <laughs> um, you yourself have referred to me in prior episodes of TWIP as the Pendant Uber fan. And, and I yes. really, really am, because even <laughs> I've been doing the interviews and I, and I listened to the episodes before they got, but I'm still, you know, like a huge fan of of the shows and and the people and well you started that... doing the interviews before uh you started doing the, the the associate producer quality check stuff right and uh that was your first actual like official pendant role was doing the interviews and i remember yeah mm -hmm. susan and i talking because we were like well jack needs to step down and i i would go back to doing them but i didn't really have the time for that with putting the rest of the twip together and all of other pendant stuff that i've got to do and we were like who could do this and we we're like well who really loves you know, all the, the shows and the actors and the writers and the directors and who would love to, would think it was really cool just to get to talk to them and pick their brains. And I'm like, oh, we, we, we thought of you because of course you were, you know, we had met before you would come into town and we yep. hung out a little bit and it, yeah, you were just through the roof Uber <laughs> fan. So it seemed perfect. And, you know, I, like, as you said, many, and if not all um, pendulums, we have busy lives and stuff. And mm -hmm. I, don't get a whole lot of free time, um, especially on the weekends and stuff. And, and my work schedule can get really busy. So my biggest concern was, you know, do I really have time to do this? Because if I was going to do this, I really wanted to do a good job. I really did not want to suck. <laughs> well, sure. No one right? wants to, right? So that, and, and you probably recall that was, you know, my biggest concern. And, mm -hmm. and you really put my mind at ease about, you know, the time commitment was not, you know, overly bearing. The the amount of work was not, um, you know, over uh, over and above anything that I could handle. And you made it really easy that I don't have to learn how to mix and stuff <laughs> to to do this because I still have not delved into that really. Yeah, you just send the uh, the raw recording out over to me, and I uh, mm -hmm. drop it into Twip and get it all pretty for the show. So. For me, uh, probably some of the most exciting things for me has been um, just talking to people that I had heard for, God, five or six years by that point, I think, mm -hmm. um, maybe longer um, in, in various shows and, and interviews on TWIP and, and whatnot. And some that, you know, I may or may not have ever had any one-on-one -on -one conversation with uh, otherwise. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's um it's really cool getting to not only hear from all of you know the people who make this great stuff that we love because you know I'm I'm a fan of all of our stuff too but but then you get to you know you get to ask them all the stuff that that I mean you get the questions that are submitted of course but you get all your own questions you can put in there that's the one else gets so you know there's stuff you're dying to know you you're the only one who gets to make sure it gets asked so, yeah so I I pull for <laughs> questions because I want to know what people want to 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 know and sure. You know, to me, this the interview that goes into TWIP is not about what I want to hear. It's about what everybody wants to hear. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I want to get what people want to, to find out about. And then for me, there's, you know, my stuff as well. But then I, I don't want to do it like a Q&A, you know, question one, to, you know, you know, what, what is your favorite Muppet? Question two, what do you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's more of like a conversation and just kind of hanging out. Yeah. And and the length of the interviews really is not indicative of anything. It's it's been 
Um, you know, I spend a little time with each person beforehand, especially ones that I've haven't had any uh, interaction with, just to kind of you know break the ice and, and get to know a little bit, right? And just kind of get into that conversation mode. And then um, when the interview's over, a, a, a good number of times um, there's a lot of conversation and chat um, afterwards as well. You know, once we stop recording. Oh, um, and hang out. Yeah. Um, sometimes I've wished I have not st- had not stopped the recording because there was some really <laughs> fun stuff. And other times it was probably a good thing that I did stop recording. And there's no <laughs> evidence that way, right? Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah perfect. <laughs> no recording, no crime. Um, <laughs> well, you mentioned this this earlier, and the, it is a, a question that we have here that is related. That if given the opportunity, would you be willing to defend your pendant Uber fan heavyweight champion of the world title? <laughs> Um, oh, I'm, I'm sure that there are people who are just as excited as I am about Pendant because let's face it, Pendant is awesome. Look at pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I I have been doing this for 10 years, 10 years, man. That's a long time. And it's been consistent. The, the stuff that, that Pendant has put out in the past and has been putting out lately has just been top notch. Well, thank and, you kindly for saying so. Well, it, we it's certainly try. It, it's definitely the truth. Um, when I first started listening to Pendant, I would, I would describe the stuff as, you know, it's like the internet equivalent of community theater, but it has the production quality of stuff that's professionally done. Mm-hmm. That's how I explained it to my coworkers. Okay. And as time has gone on, it's, it's become, I, I guess. I take more of it to heart now that I'm kind of on the other side of the, of the curtain, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, now that it, I'm not just a listener. Cause right. even when I was, I was listening, I was emailing you cause you know, you had put out twip and said, Hey, you know, email me or, you know, follow me on Twitter. And mm-hmm. so I did. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I, I don't remember <laughs> this, but I believe you that it happened. I have a poor memory sometimes. Don't please don't take offense. I don't remember <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> Well, then what got you into pendant and audio drama? Well, okay, so I was searching on the net to listen to to something podcast related um, at some point back before I had, you know, Apple stuff. Right. Um, I was, I had, um, I think Juice was the name of it. The, it was the podcast catcher that I used. Oh, I and, have a vague recollection of that. I don't know if I ever used it, but I remember some people... Yeah, because, yeah, people might not remember, but Pendant, we predate iTunes and mm-hmm. uh, the iPhone and iPods and stuff. So, <laughs> oh, God, we're old. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been doing this for a very long time. A very time. long time. And I I don't remember what it was I was looking up. I, I really think I found it by accident. I'm not sure if... You know, a lot it of people was... did. Um, a lot of times you're looking for other stuff and we pop up like ancillary on the search because... Mm-hmm. You know, people start looking, they go, I want to find some, you know, cool sci-fi stuff. And they're even looking for novels or movies. And then, oh, well, Pendant's got some sci-fi audio. They're like, what the hell is this? And they go, look. So I know mm-hmm. several people have found us through stuff like that. So Yep. And I was like, okay, well, this is cool. And then I started listening to stuff. And I was like, oh, well, this, this is, I have to listen to more of this. This, this is nice. <laughs> and there was like a whole bunch of episodes. And then I was like, wait. There's a month between episodes. I went through like 20 episodes and then it's like, there's a month, a month. 
Yeah, well. Oh, man. <laughs> for most shows. Not for quick audio, though. Coming out tomorrow. <laughs> so then I remember signing up on the Yahoo group. Mm-hmm. And Seth welcomed me on the Yahoo group with an email. Seth Adam Shore. Yes. And he he said something about listening to Dixie. And I ha- I have to admit, I really resisted listening to Dixie initially because the whole concept of old-timey radio really was not my shtick. It wasn't oh, you didn't that... know what's good for you. I know. <laughs> and then I had gone through, you know, most of the stuff that was out there. I was like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll check it out. Well, it was kind of a double-edged sword because on one hand, I didn't have to wait that long between a lot of the episodes, maybe right, like the first they... two and a half seasons. Yeah. And I, like, just inhaled those things. <laughs> and then continue on all the way through episode 50 and that Dixie was awesome. So shame on me for not trying it sooner, but I didn't have to, you know, wait as long between episodes. It's true. Um, what do you find since you've, you've done it both ways now, you've heard um, like shows, new shows uh, as they come out with the, the gap between episodes and you've sort of, like you said with Dixie, you've gotten a whole bunch of them at once. Do you mm-hmm. find it um, that there's a big difference in the way you view things afterwards? Because See, for me, I think, like, if you, if you, uh, you know, it works with TV shows, too, with people, you know, like, going through an entire season in a day and binging on mm-hmm. it. But um, yeah. I feel like if you do that, if you binge any kind of a show, I think you get a much better picture of the story and the characters. You don't have the problem of forgetting things between episodes like you might mm-hmm. otherwise. But I also feel like the other way, where you're restricted and you only get the one episode a week or a month, as it is with pendant promo shows that it's like you have more anticipation building to each episode. And mm-hmm. I feel like as a listener also, you kind of, uh, I think, I, I, I at least appreciate the episodes a little more once they're out because I'm like, I've been waiting so long for this instead of getting it Is it the third week month. of the month yet? Is it the third week of the month yet? Is it the third right. week of the month yet? And then you also feel like, oh, if you listen to this show one episode a month over four or five years, you feel like you've spent so much time with these characters and you know them so well. Whereas if you listen to it all in a couple of days, uh, maybe you don't have that same sense of familiarity. I don't know. Where do you fall in, in there? Uh, that, that's really hard because there there are some things I just I can't get enough of, right? Like Genesis Avalon? Well, yeah. <laughs> we all um, know. We all know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so, th- so, okay. <laughs> binge, binge listen Genesis Avalon or not, here, here's the thing. It, it may surprise you if I said no because with Genesis Avalon – and with, you know, other shows as well, there's that that time is not just, you know, building up anticipation to go, you know, is it time yet? Is it time yet? Is it time yet? But you you listen to it and then you digest it mm-hmm. and it sits in the back of your head and you think about it and you you kind of get to experience it again in, in little bits over the course of the month or maybe listen to the to the episode again. Or if you're like me and and, and now like Landon with uh, Rasa Thoughts, you you start doing your own commentary and post it all on Twitter and have your own hashtag for it, for, for the shows. Yeah. And so you end up listening to something multiple times. And I know that when, when I did Avalon thoughts back in the day, I, I did it not when I first listened to the show, the, the first go through was, you know, I'm listening. This is, you know, I want to experience the, the story that cat, and, and in the fourth season, Cat and Chris mm-hmm. um, were weaving 
And then I, I listened to the commentary. And then maybe a short time after that, I would listen to it again and start getting my thoughts down and do it all on in notepad or in word or something. Wow. You get the time work into I, I, you know, <laughs> originally it was just, I was going to throw comments out onto Twitter while I was listening to the show, but then right. there was so much, then I got into some episodes where there was just so much stuff happening and so much I wanted to comment on in a very short period of time. I couldn't do it fast enough. So you took notes for your tweets. <laughs> I did. <laughs> wow. I did. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It was also, it was fun. And then completely unexpectedly, I was getting feedback on Avalon Thoughts from Kat, mm-hmm. where she would comment to me on Twitter about um, things that I would say. And I would always do it. Um, hopefully, I always did it. My intent was to do it non-spoilery because I didn't right. want to ruin anything for anybody. Um, well, there's also, you know, it's tough with that because there comes a point where it's like, when is it okay to just say stuff? Because like with Dixie now, like the last episode came out two, three, four years ago. I don't even remember now. So it's like at some point you have to kind of be like, you know, we're going to be 50 years old, this stuff. And we'll be like, no spoilers, people, for Casablanca, but watch out. (laughs) It's like, you know, at some point, I mean, our stuff's not that old. Thank goodness. But I wonder, I I don't know where that cutoff is. Oh, I think shows that have ended in a prior calendar year Mm -hmm. or the calendar year before the prior calendar year. I, I think at that point it's probably safe. Right. Um, but um, Kat was getting, Kat gave me feedback at one point where she said, I love what you're saying, but I don't know what you're talking about. So I started putting the timestamps in. <laughs> more work and more notes. You know, it was fun. It, it was like one of the, the escapes that I had from, you know, all the goings on and, and sure. whatnot. Well, that's part uh, of the reason, you know, we do them too, because everybody's got a lot of crazy crap that goes out of their lives. And sometimes you just need to escape from stuff and you oh, want totally, <laughs> you want really cool, you know, stuff that you love that you can just forget about, you know, your bills and your rent and all your mortgage and all that crap for a while. And so if, you know, we can do that for anybody for a while, then that that's the whole point of art, right? Is to make people mm-hmm. feel and, you know, give you something else. So yeah, that's the whole, the whole hope anyway. And, and there were definitely all the feels in, in, in Avalon and Dixie. And, and if you haven't listened to it, go now. Go, go now. They're Tell still them. there. For, yes. they're, they're just, just go. They're right there waiting for you. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of Genesis Avalon, mm-hmm. I have another question for you, Jordan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Genesis Avalon or Genesis Avalon? That's the question. Hmm. <laughs> Which would you pick if you were forced to? Genesis Avalon or Genesis Avalon? Wow. Do I really have to only pick one? No, it's a tough choice. It's like that right, right cookie, left cookie, Twix question. It's it's really hard. Um, I I think I'm gonna go with Genesis Avalon. With Genesis Avalon is a very close second, and I have a hard time even Holy putting crap. Genesis Avalon. Sure? This is scandalous. It's, I know it's really hard to you know. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. Maybe you're gonna get some angry emails. <laughs> Would you ever write or direct for any show, like seminar or something, if you have not already? Um, I have not. I okay, so I know I don't have the time to direct a show. Mm-hmm. It is definitely uh, the most time intensive of all of the creative aspects of of uh, making these audio dramas. Yeah, but I have some stuff in the back of my head that oh? has been gurgling. Ooh, 
Ooh, gurgles, brain gurgles. Yes. I like brain gurgles. So when I interviewed you and Susan for TWIP 50, mm-hmm. I had asked you about, you know, hey, if somebody wanted to, had an idea, you know, what do they do to get with you and, yeah. um, and Pennant? So I may be coming to you with an idea of sorts that I think I may be able to swing. I'm still working it out in my head, mm. but we'll see. It, it's not something I don't think I could write a show, but I have an idea for something where I wouldn't necessarily have to do that, so to speak. So kind of expanding on something. You've devised a way for a show to write itself. Brilliant. We have ways of making things happen, you see. We will make millions. <laughs> but I'll get into that with you sometime. <laughs> Very noncommittal. From the mind of Jordan Gottlieb. Oh, At God. some point, perhaps At you'll get an point. email. And you yep. will rue the day, sir. <laughs> so. What? So, oh, whoa, sorry. Go. No, I was going to say, on. so I, I don't know that. I, I've never tried to build a story from from scratch mm. where, you know, I, I see how hard it is for, for the writers and and stuff. Well, you know, a good place to start with that is seminar. They're pretty short. Yeah. See, it's not a big commitment. See, that's true. But <laughs> just because it's short doesn't mean it's easier. Uh, no, but it takes less time. So it's a good place to start before, you know, trying to move on to bigger things. Yes. I mean, uh, it, it, short stories have their own complications that longer ones don't have. But mm-hmm. in general, I mean, if you're only writing 15, 10, 15 pages, it's going to you know, uh, it's a better mm-hmm. place to start than, say, you know, with 60 or 100 or 2,000. I'm looking at you, Kat. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I can't. Dixie and Kingery are probably just as many pages. But you know what I'm saying. It's it's mm-hmm. you. It's, it's a good thing to start smaller and, and see, you know, see how it works for you. Some people be like, oh, you know what? This is not for me. Nope, nope, nope. And some other people are like, holy cow, I love this. I must do this more. So, yeah, I'm, I'm finding that as I have started doing things on this side of pendant and not Mm -hmm. just listening i've been starting to branch out where i didn't think i would before i'm steepling my fingers right now (laughs) i've seen that i know exactly what (laughs) what part of pendant made you want to stick around that makes it sound like there's not a lot of good reasons (laughs) (laughs) thanks for that question jerks (laughs) (laughs) um i i have to say the consistent awesomeness of it um consistently awesome yes consistently awesome um i really enjoy the content and you know when we in twit 50 we talked about you know how we have a schedule and we really try to stick to that schedule and and get things out consistently and that has been something that I always knew the shows were coming mm-hmm. and I always would have the content to listen to. And, you know, regardless of what was going on outside with work and, and whatnot, you know, I had something to, to listen to and have my, my little escape and, and whatnot. Um, Cause recently on Twitter, I've been blasting somebody for not putting their show out. <laughs> and cause you know, it's been like two years, so yeah. <laughs> I've Thank waited you. long enough. Now they must pay the price. <laughs> That's rough. And, 
and and the people. Um, There's a lot of good people around here. There are a lot of really good people, and I really felt like I started to get a sense of some of the people from the commentaries. Ah, yes. I, I honestly, you guys, we guys, starting the commentaries. I think that was a brilliant move. All credit for that goes day. to Tom Stitzer. Uh, he was the first one who had the idea for it. And I was like, Tom, this is never going to work. You're talking over talking, you know, and it's like with a movie. OK, but you have the video, you know, that you can look at. And so it helps a little bit to differentiate. And I'm like, this is never going to work. And he's like, let me try one. And he sent one just by himself. He did it solo and he just sent it to me. And I was like, you know what? It does work. But you know what you need? Someone else. And so that's why we always <laughs> try to get at least two people so you can get a conversation. Yeah. And it's not just one person, you know. But right. the single person commentaries, uh, you can still get a lot of good, insightful info about the shows and stuff. But I find mm -hmm. that they're um, more entertaining to listen to if you've got, you know, the back and forth of a conversation between people who worked on something together. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think it's great because, uh, yeah, like you said, not only do you get to uh, get little insights into people's actual personalities, not just the roles they're playing or the the yep. script that they wrote or what, what have you, but um, you, you get their actual real personalities coming through and you at the same time get to learn all about what went into creating this thing that you hopefully liked so mm -hmm. yeah they're they're pretty cool and 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 some of the commentaries are just fun <laughs> um yeah i don't know i think the commentaries on henderson and Havner end up just like mini twips with susan and i, I don't know if they're really <laughs> helpful to anybody but <laughs> they're all fun <laughs> very diplomatic answer I'm sure you'll have a diplomatic answer to this, too, because someone would like to know what your favorite pendant show is. I think oh, we all... <laughs> you know, yeah, okay, so... There's no hiding it. You know, you know, I really love Genesis Avalon. I think it's because it was a mashup of so many things. Um, you had various mysticism. You had Judeo-Christian mysticism. You had Celtic mysticism. Mm -hmm. You had Egyptian mysticism. And taking those three or four, depending on how you count it, things and mashing them together, that's not an easy thing to do and make it mesh together well. Mm -hmm. And so I really enjoyed that. And I've always been um, a fan of, you know, the the early legends, the Arthurian legends, Greek legends and whatnot. It's got that too. Mm -hmm. And then you got superhero that a talking cat on top of it. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and like Dixie, it's a show where the lead character is female, which there's not enough of out there. Very true. In fact, I think uh, I went through Pendants. The only show uh, that has a lead character uh, was kingery and uh phantom canyon and i believe every other show had a lady lead i mean shakespeare of course it rotates and seminar does as well but of uh, all of our other ongoings i believe or not even ongoings but just any other show we've had um well henderson and havener has dual there's a lady and and, mm -hmm. and i suppose you could make the same claim for quick audio which is coming up there's two guys and two ladies uh that make mm -hmm. the ensemble lead but um but yeah we everything else ladies everywhere man uh, you know, Dixie, Vegas, Avalon, mm -hmm. Red Sands, The Line, yep. Tabula Rasa. They're all, all lady leads. So go us. <laughs> we are a progressive audio company. All right. So then let's say this then. Okay. We know Genesis Avalon for you shines way above the others. But if you remove Genesis Avalon from the equation, what's your favorite pendant show? Um, yeah. Mm. 
It's a toss-up between Kingery and Tabula Rasa. Okay. And I, I really like where Tabula Rasa is going, and it's starting to get into more, um, I want to say, esoteric kind of things where, you know, Jane has her flashes, mm-hmm. and that aspect of it is starting to expand Oh, <laughs> story-wise. Wow. So, and I don't know where that's going, but I'm really interested to find out. I, I'm laughing only because uh, serving as script editor on the show, just, just this very day I edited the uh, script for season three, episode five. So I know quite a bit about where it's going. And so it just, yeah, it made me laugh. But, but yeah, yeah, good stuff there. Um, and then Kingery is seven, eight, eight season? Seven. What season are we in? We're almost uh, at the end of season seven. It's got like three months left and season seven will be over. So we've got nearly seven years of story. Mm-hmm. And the stories are rich the the characterizations have the characters are have been developing over such a long time and the stories call back the the current stories are calling back to like first season stuff and that that is also something that I'd like as a listener mm-hmm. where it just kind of makes the whole product a, a very well rounded well rounded piece. I don't think I'm spoiling too much to tell you. You're going to get a little bit of that in Tabula Rasa, too. So cool. look forward to that. Oh, you know, it's actually interesting that you mentioned Kingery and Tabula Rasa because those two shows, I've noticed when having to uh, write up, like, uh, promotional stuff for them or whatever, to give people, like, a little idea what these shows are, that they're both sci-fi crime dramas, and yet they are worlds apart in what you yes. get out of a sci-fi crime drama. And I think that's really, really cool that there's this sort of narrowed down specific genre, sci-fi crime drama. And you get these two shows that are both great and wildly different that fall into that same category. And I, it just kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. Um, Kingery is just, it, it's very different than anything else I've seen or heard out there. I've, I've tried to figure out what it is and I can only come up with a mashup of things like the Sopranos Babylon five. Cause it's in the, you know, this mm-hmm. in the future. Um, and yeah, if we need to go the, the, uh, the mashup route, I usually go with, it's like Sopranos meets Deadwood meets deep space nine meets quantum leap. That's about as close yeah. as I can get. If you smushed all of those together, you get something yeah. kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about the quantum leap aspect, but well, yeah, with soul, yeah, with, it, the, with soul. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's, I mean, it's like, it's, yeah, it's tough, but anyway, just mm. a small aside. Very cool. What would you like to see uh, from Pendant in the future? Oh, um, where should we go, Jordan? Chart our course. <laughs> um, I would like to see more shows. Um, one coming out tomorrow. One coming out tomorrow. Woo-hoo! And um, some other stuff we can't tell you about. Oh, still hoping to get that <laughs> scoop. Not yet. I wish yeah. I could give it to you by now, but I can't yet. So you gotta wait. <laughs> um. Let's see, the the original content that that we've been building up has been really good. Um, I would like to I would like the shows to stay fun. Mm. Yes, yes, drama is is good. Yes, there have been some really heart wrenching scenes and episodes of Dixie and Tabula Rasa and, and Avalon. Um, 
but my heart can only take so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like where we've been going. I think we're going in the right direction. I personally can't get enough, so more, 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 more. Uh, there, there are things, you know, <laughs> keep alluding to that we're, we can't yet reveal for reasons that will become clear upon our revealing of them. And then you'll be all, oh, that's why you couldn't say it. We'll be like, see, there you go. But for right now, this is just teasing people further, so I should stop. Although perhaps it's good. Yes, be teased, <laughs> be teased. You will be thrilled. Okay. <laughs> Favorite Muppet? Jordan, what's your favorite uh, Muppet? I, you know, I've been thinking about this because I knew this question was going to be coming. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so if you follow me on Twitter or on Facebook, you know that my avatar is Kermit's head on Yoda's body with the <laughs> lightsaber, green lightsaber, and I got that off StarWars.com, like, I think somewhere between Episode 1 and 2 being released. Wow, and, and now look, stuck- they're all part of the same company. I know <laughs> somebody was strong in the force. Yes. Um, I know that some people don't consider Yoda a Muppet, but you know what? Jim Henson and crew, and my God, he was voiced by Frank Oz. It's true. You can't Yoda's get Yoda's a Muppet. That, right? so. I, I will put the line in the sand and say Yoda's a Muppet. <laughs> um, often referred to as the baddest Muppet in the galaxy. In, uh, in the good movies, he's a Muppet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, so I, I've always loved Kermit. I've always loved, um, Yoda. You got to think um, green, green puppets, huh? Ah, uh, you know, well, Yoda just has always been great to watch on screen, except in episode one. And, um, <laughs> some of the books in the expanded universe, he was just extremely well written in some of them. Um, like they really captured the playfulness of him, especially um, when he was trying to teach somebody a lesson who, you know, so, some of the Jedi thought that they, they were all that, and he just really put them in their place. Um, he was good at that. Little, yes. little, little condescending Yoda, but you know. I I do like Menomina because <laughs> he's the song. Because he's the song. <clears throat> so I, I consider myself part of Generation M, the Muppet Generation. <laughs> I was raised on Sesame Street. I well, watched I think the Muppet Show. Even today, I... so many kids are still raised on Sesame Street. Still going strong. Mm-hmm. Still a great yes. show for parents and children. It's pretty crazy. Yes. Um, my my girls have been enjoying the first Muppet movie. Um, oh wow! With with Walter, I like Walter, the the our newest Muppet. Oh, you mean that first Muppet movie? I thought you were talking like the first real. <laughs> chronologically oh yeah way back when no no not the muppet movie i'm <laughs> i'm not sure they're they're ready for the whole frog legs thing yeah <laughs> i um, forgot about that <laughs> it's a bit I heavy did... for a uh, for a puppet movie yeah okay but yeah yeah uh yeah i was on a plane once and um i watched the muppet i watched the muppets and then i watched the lego movie and i was laughing the whole time and people were like looking at me like what are you watching and why are you like that those are both good movies the lego movie is really good i know (laughs) star wars or star trek jordan oh oh, i think they are not mutually exclusive i agree with you i think there's no reason to choose you could love them both i and i do i like star trek because it is one of the few 
science fiction universes in writing, in video, that portrays Earth in a positive light after yeah, it's nuclear got a, war. A very hopeful future. And look, we've learned to get along and, you know, mm -hmm. it's got, yeah, uh, that's true. There's not a lot of that. Um, usually most sci dystopian it's very dystopian stuff is fun yeah. a little bit, but then it's like, okay, really? Well, you know, this um, is interesting. Um, it sort of ties into the whole uh, sci-fi crime drama thing and that technically you could throw Star Trek and Star Wars into the same category, and so many people do, but again, they couldn't be more different. They're worlds apart. They both have spaceships, you know, but that's, mm -hmm. I mean, they're so different, and so there's a lot of room in genres, you know, a lot of wiggle room for different interpretations, and I think it is possible to love both of them for what they are and not what they aren't, and, you know, that's fine. Star Wars isn't Star Trek, and Star Trek isn't Star Wars, and neither of them is exactly. trying to be, and that's okay. Exactly, exactly, because yeah. you've got, you know, this technological future hopeful vision of humanity because god we need that but then you've got the jedi and yoda and these i don't want to say you know lessons and and ways of living and and it's not that it's this just you know i think it has a more it takes a more uh spiritual approach Thank to sci-fi and for. i think yeah. that star trek takes a more scientific approach to sci-fi where mm -hmm. it's i mean it's still got a lot of you know um gobbledygook in it and a lot of mm -hmm. techno babble but it's it's more rooted in science than i think star wars is and star wars is more rooted in, in like a mysticism and a spirituality so I and think... they're not mutually exclusive right. i had i had a professor uh, a lab professor back in my first career that i thought i was going to do i had a lab professor tell me that I was in a PhD program and I now had to make a choice, science or religion, pick one. And I looked at him and I went, what? No, they are not mutually exclusive. It doesn't work like that. All right, now I'm going to ask you <laughs> the biggest softball question that we've gotten. Oh, really? One answer will, you know, uh, it's, it's an either or sort of question. Uh -oh. <laughs> and one of them... Things will be great and happy, and one will get you fired. So kiss or queen, Jordan? Kiss or queen? <laughs> oh. Be very careful now. <laughs> one will get you fired, and one will get you promoted to captain of the interviewers. Yes. <laughs> no. Didn't I, I just send you, like, a thing with Freddie Mercury on Twitter, like, just did. the other day? Hey, I, this isn't my question. I am the voice of the people here. I, I will say queen and I will say and I will even back that up with my older daughter wanted drums. So we decided to get an electric drum set for her. Why? Because headphones. Ah, very good. <laughs> That's ninety percent Yeah. That's you so, smarts. Mm-hmm. Except you still hear. Right. Because but it's better you know, than a regular travels. drum, it's not so loud. Yes. But ninety percent of, of kids who get drums, what's the first song they learn? We will rock you. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, actually, you know, I love the song, but there's not a lot to it musically, and it's got almost nothing but drums for 90% of the song. So, And for an eight-year-old, that is phenomenal. That is so perfect, man. <laughs> <laughs> so my eight-year-old daughter is banging away on her drums to Queen. Very cool. I approve. Give her a high five for me. I will. <laughs> Well, Jordan, do you have any, any other projects or things you'd like to talk about? This is your time to promote yourself. Oh. What's going on in Jordan land outside of Pendant? 
Um, so I'm getting interviewed. So there's that thing. What? Um, oh, so what? technically my my act my voice acting debut was in Genesis Avalon 50, where um, Kat was gracious enough to give me a couple lines towards the end of the the last episode. But I will be in seminar this month, February. Excellent. I'm glad. Yes, to hear it. I'm really excited to hear how that turns out. <laughs> Terrified, but excited. Um, so that that was fun going through the the process and everything. Have you been auditioning for more roles then, or was this one time thing? Okay, so I I was Skype chatting with Chris and Kat about um, well Genesis Avalon. <laughs> no, you don't say. <laughs> I know, right? Shocker. And we were talking about you know you know why haven't you auditioned? Mm -hmm. Well, um, I really did not think first of all i i don't think that you know i'm all that and i'd be taking roles away from people who are you know more deserving or anything but having listened for as long as i have i know that a lot of people are doing stuff like this to you know advance their career in, in voice acting get the practice get you know stuff out there and well sure but they are not the only people that contribute and we've had plenty of people who contribute just as a hobby and for fun and we're open to everyone I mean, exactly. You're, you're not the one giving yourself the role. It's up to the director. It's not like you're saying, ha ha, all you people, screw you. I'm casting myself. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, go for it. That goes for everybody out there. Even if you don't have, you know, aspirations of being a professional voice actor or a writer, you know, with like writing scripts for seminar, just, you know, give it a shot. Even if it's a hobby and you think it'll be fun, try it. Yeah. You are, you are absolutely right. But in the headspace that I was in, I was like, you know, I, I, I didn't want to get in the way of, you know, somebody who would otherwise, you know, benefit from having a role or, mm -hmm. again, not that I thought I was. I get you. Know, you. And, and I, I list like all this stuff out and Chris and Kat are on the other side of Skype. And I think it was Chris who said, well, that, yeah, that makes sense. And that's very logical, but let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> she's a smart lady that Kristen Bay is she is and she said a lot of the things that, that you said but the the remember before I said that I think of Pendant as like community theater but on the, on the internet and she said Pendant is a lot like community theater and for community theater to work you need the community <laughs> hey concept right so um, I'd been watching a couple of the um, casting calls come and go, and the the one that I'm ultimately in um, seemed interesting, so I yeah I gave it a shot, and uh, yeah I, I hope it's it's everything that uh, everybody hopes it is. Well, which so, which short are you in? Um, I, I believe the name of it is Half Breed. Ah, Half Breed, and that is in. Do you know the episode offhand? It's February's episode of Seminar sixty one. Oh, it's the one coming up next. Excellent. Yes. Yes. Well, well. Which. I will find out if, you know, I was good or I sucked before everybody else does when I preview the episode. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, get Jeffrey, there's a problem with this episode. <laughs> Don't put it out. Yeah, I'll make sure to make a note. Don't listen to Jordan. Okay. He'll be useless uh, for this episode. Useless. So I've got that coming out. Um, and then, you know, hopefully there'll, there'll be some other pendant stuff coming out. I've got some, you know, like I said, I've got some stuff in the back of my head um, mm -hmm. that I think might be doable. Um, and I... I'm always interested in, you know, everybody out there, who do you want to hear in the hot seat? Because now that I've done it, I have at least a year or two before I end up back here again. <laughs> no, Jordan, you're getting interviewed every episode. 
over and over again. All Jordan, all the time. <laughs> I've been doing the interviews now since for just over two years now. It wow, has a, it been that long? It has. It, Crazy. At the end of 2012, December wow. 9th, December 12th. I had it up earlier. Um, it has been an absolute blast. It's been so much fun. And I'm, I'm looking forward to more interviews um, and some ideas about making it, you know, more fun, more interesting and um, making things a little different from time to time so that, you know, it doesn't, it's not, hey, okay, we've got somebody here and we've got questions and hopefully it won't be one-sided and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and just make it what, what, you know, what people want to hear. Very cool. Where can people find you online, Jordan? I'm on Twitter, JG, <laughs> at JG underscore QA. Um, right. Why is it that is because originally I had resisted Twitter for a really long time, and um, I decided I was going to get on Twitter as a quality assurance professional that I am, and um, then that degraded quickly into you know fan stuff and pendant and cooking channel and yeah. <laughs> it's just because you were eerily prescient about how big of a fan of quick audio you were going to be. Oh, Jordan my. Gottlieb, quick audio. That's what it's for, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you guys are going to love quick audio. Oh, my God. It's, it's just it's these little snaps of, ooh, cool. Um, so I'm there on Twitter. I haven't been posting a whole lot on Twitter lately. Um, I've just had a lot of work stuff going on. And then I'm also on Facebook, um, facebook.com, J-O-R-D-A-N.G-O-T-T dot or G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B, I know how to spell my name, um, dot 5036, because, you know, that's what Facebook gave me. Yes. I know, because I listened to the interviews. <laughs> yeah, I was going to change it once, but Facebook apparently only lets you change it once. So when I do it, I want to do it right. Oh, you got to have no idea decision. what that's going to be, but yeah, Ooh. I don't know what that's going to be. So so we'll it's, start it's taking the... uh, uh, ideas now. Submit your <laughs> ideas for Jordan's new uh, Facebook address at the Pendant Audio. Uh, contact page at pendantaudio.com. Just hit the contact button and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that that's that's me on the net. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being here, Jordan. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. I hope uh, that this is what uh, what people were hoping to hear. Are you kidding? They got to hear like an extra hour of me talking. That's what everyone was going for, I'm sure. They never hear me enough. Not on this show. All right. We'll send it back over to Susan and that jerk she talks to for the whole episode. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, February 4th, Season 7, Episode 10 of The Kingery. Shut up. I didn't say a thing. You were good enough. So, is everyone comfortable? It is time to turn my attentions to you, I fear. Next time on The Kingery. Dad, you know I love you, but this is the worst plan ever. Yeah, she's not wrong. Do you think I want to do this? We need a distraction, so I'll take one for the cream. I don't know. I just don't know. The whole point of going through the force with a fine-tooth comb was to weed the bad cops out. Now it turns out O'Farrell was hand-picking a team for himself. Look at you want my advice? Quit. If you don't want to come back to work for us, mm, maybe you hang up a P.I. shingle or something.
So, your plan. Plan. The assault on the Boissons. Shimizu's and Arkell's. Standing side by side in their own colors. Working together. The dragon and the crown, hand in hand. Instead of changing what we are, we embrace. Only at PendantAudio.com You know the words. Sing along. Coming out Wednesday, February 11th, Julius Caesar, Act 3, Part 2. We will be satisfied. Let us be satisfied. Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare. The noble Brutus is ascended. Had you rather Caesar were living and die old slaves than that Caesar were dead to live old freemen? As Caesar loved me, I weep for him. As he was fortunate, I rejoice at it. As he was valiant, I honor him. But as he was ambitious, I slew him. There is tears for his love, joy for his fortune, honor for his valor, and death for his ambition. Peace! Let us hear what Antonia can say. Here, under leave of Brutus and the rest, come I to speak in Caesar's funeral. He was my friend, faithful, and just to me. But Brutus says he was ambitious, and Brutus is an honorable man. He hath brought many captives home to Rome, whose ransoms did the general coffers fill. Did this in Caesar seem ambitious? Oh, you spectacle. Oh, noble Caesar. Oh, woeful day. Traitors, villains. Oh, most bloody sight! We will be revenged! The Citizens Will Rise when Part 2 of Julius Caesar, Act 3, premieres on February 11th, 2015, only at PendantAudio.com. And be sure to stop by the website every Monday and Friday for some quick audio. And here are some preview trailers because... I bet you haven't heard anything yet. Well, here's some for you now. My oldest memory is my father taking me to a movie theater and we saw Beauty and the Beast. Until that day, I was Izzy because my name is Isabella. But from that day on, I told people to call me Belle. Personally, I only have patience for one sugary sweet person. And for me, that's Belle. I get asked if I wake up and little birds help me get dressed. <laughs> I wish. I just have little squirrels and they don't do anything useful. Belle's someone who you always see the best side of. I mean, she's constantly working to make sure you get her best. It's great. Belle's... Belle's alright. I mean, don't get me wrong, she's very sweet. But, you know, a bit flighty. You probably shouldn't give her coffee. Oh, caffeine makes me sleepy. This one time I had some espresso and fell asleep in the middle of an exam. Quick audio is faster than caffeine. Join us as it premieres on February 2nd, 2015. Only at PendantAudio.com. Adam is one of those guys who should have gone to some Ivy League school or maybe something like MIT. He's got old money and he's really smart. 
Like, I've seen his test scores and his Mensa application. Yeah, I'm just a regular guy. I've got money because I've worked hard to get where I am. Hmm. Adam. You know, he's a nice guy. He's great, even. But you have to wonder about his judgment. If Michael is his roommate. Well, that's how you save money. You put an ad out on Craigslist and you hope for the best. I ended up with Michael. Draw your own conclusions. Adam is the sweetest, and the cutest, and the snuggliest, and he's really smart, and I like his butt. Well, Belle, well, she's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Will happen to me. I I'm not quite sure how time works in these. We opened with Michael and Sarah meeting for the first time, and yet they're antagonizing each other. Hey, you're not supposed to break the fourth wall in these. Quick Audio is premiering on February 2nd, 2015, only at PendantAudio.com. We promise not to break anything else. Sorry! La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> That's the end of the show. Go watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's not quite the same when I don't do it with the little Dracula accent, you know. It... Yeah, I mean, that's okay, but yeah, the other way is funnier. Welcome to the show. Yes. I'm going to bite you, you know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that way is better. Yeah, totally. But I wasn't being, dra well, maybe, maybe, maybe vampires Dracula like football. Maybe Dracula watches the Super Bowl. I like to watch the Super Bowl. I got no rhyme. I can't freestyle. No, no, you can't. <laughs> Should I try? No, no. Some beatboxing? No. <laughs> You're, you know what? You should you should start with be sure to. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> None of this happened. No, it's not happening. It's all running away. It's just a dream. Creepy nightmares. Ah. Clowns. They're coming for you. <laughs> it's just a dream. Okay, stop it. Be sure to. In your dreams, you could be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash PendantAudio, the Twitter feed at Twitter.com slash PendantWeb, and the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. We'll see you back here in two weeks. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. And some creepy clowns. Thanks for listening. That's I'm I'm not very good at bad calliope music. Sorry. I hate you. part of pendant made you want to stick around that makes it sound like there's not a lot of good reasons <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that question jerks <laughs>